Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Happy Hour, brought to you by yours truly, Gretchen. Yay! I'm so excited to be recording this episode for you guys this week, and as you can tell by the title, it's just all about loving yourself, how to prioritize self-care, you know, loving yourself, like I said, and just putting yourself first. And this was a topic that I got from you guys. It was pretty requested overall. I would say a lot of people love to hear about, I guess, ways that they can improve self-care and kind of expand on their knowledge of what that means because I'll talk about how I felt that when I first kind of found out what self-care was and it was being becoming more prevalent, I would say, and people realizing how important that is, it felt kind of overwhelming to me and I didn't really know what that looked like for me. So we'll talk about that. Um, And also how to make sure you are loving yourself. I guess just being honest and open with yourself on like who you really are. This is kind of some like deep, heavy hitting stuff um, and just putting yourself first. So obviously this is so important in everybody's life and I feel like really to talk about. So yeah, I'm just really excited that we're talking about this today. And as this episode is going live today, it's May 1st, which is so crazy to me like absolutely crazy I feel like it just became 2020 like yesterday you know what I mean and now it's May and it's almost halfway through the year and it's so weird and obviously in the circumstances and times that we're living in right now it makes just time feel really weird like there's like no concept of time almost you know what I mean time isn't a thing in quarantine I don't know and for me I feel like it's just going by really quick because it's kind of like there's less markers of how you can keep track of it like oh it's the weekend and I'm doing this like every day is sort of the same you know like you're sitting inside so it's such a weird time and I just like truly honestly just can't believe that it's May 1st is anyone else with me here I don't know um but on the topic of loving yourself the first thing I wanted to say in just self-care is that if you don't have an honest friend that will tell you this, a close friend that is giving you the 411, just let it be me. Listen to me when I say, if you're not listening right now, listen closely, that you must love yourself first before you can love someone else. And it's not always easy at times. You always got to be working on it. And I don't want to sound like a broken record over here because I know I've said that in podcasts before. I feel like that's something that's come out of my mouth maybe a thousand times that you got to love yourself before you can love anybody else because I feel like it's just something that I've learned to be so wholeheartedly true in my 23 years of life. Um, I think when someone told me that, it just kind of changed the way I thought about everything. And it's like, yeah, you just have to be so you, (laughs) so yourself, confident in who you are, um, I guess sure of your morals and your values and just, just loving everything that makes you you before you can even be ready to be in a relationship, a romantic relationship is specifically what I'm talking about, specifically what I'm talking about with somebody else because, I mean, for so many reasons, like you're not ready to give a part of yourself to loving someone else if you're not even 100% whole on your own. And I've said this in videos before. I mean, this isn't going to be all about that because I feel like I've talked about this a lot in the past. Like it's going to be more like self-care and stuff, but we will touch on like loving yourself in like romantic relationship type of way. But I know I've said in videos before and it's crazy because I feel like it's just something I said randomly and um, I feel like deja vu. Like I've said that I've said this before. <laughs> anyway, and I've met girls in person who will like read off quotes that I said in a video and I'm like whoa that's so crazy you remember that but anyway I've met like two or three girls that said that and I basically said how when you're in 
a romantic relationship with someone, you and your partner can't be 100% together. Like, it's not like two halves make a whole, you're my other half. Like, I don't say that because it's like, you're not my other half. The person who is my other half is my twin sister, okay? Because <laughs> we shared the womb together and Lucy is someone who I would consider my other half. I wouldn't say Max is my other half. I would say that when people are like, we're 50-50, make a whole. No, you're not 50% on your own. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you need to be 100%. You need to be 100% full and fulfilled and satisfied satisfied, and yourself on your own. And then your partner is also 100% themselves. So, together, you're 200% and you're even better and you're, like, that much better together because you have your own interests and hobbies and, like, careers and friends and, together you like form this wonderful relationship that's loving and healthy do you know what I mean because then you're not you're not falling into the tendencies of like unhealthy relationships with like codependency or anything like that I feel like I'm just like this is all coming off the top of my head quick and (laughs) we're digressing but you know what I mean so I guess that's just what I have to say about that it's not 50 50 it's 100 and 100 make 200 together and first I just wanted to talk about I feel like I always kind of talk about what's going on right now and how I'm doing and stuff. And I'm realizing that last week, I think, my last episode, I was talking about how I had like literally a breakdown before I was recording and I was just like, oh, this is such a crazy time, like being stuck in a house with like a bunch of your family and just, I guess, finding like alone time and quiet time and stuff can be harder even for me like recording my podcast or like filming a video or something. Um... And now I'm talking about how yesterday was, like, literally one of the worst days I've had in a really long time. Like, it was literally the worst day ever. But I'm not trying to complain or be negative. I'm just trying to be, like, honest. Obviously, I'm always so open and honest with you guys. And I guess in a way, like, relatable because I'm sure... I mean, I know everyone is feeling super weird right now and down. And I was texting my friend today and I was like, you know those days that you just, like, can't do anything? Like, anything seems so hard. Like, that's how yesterday was. Sorry, I was just, like, MIA. He was, like, no, I get it. Like, that was Wednesday for me. Like, everything just seemed so hard. And he was, like, I'm, like, you, where I'm just really highly affected by the weather. And I'm, like, oh, my God, dude, same. Like, it's so just rainy and, like, glum here. So, I know I'm not alone in this, but basically, I had the worst day yesterday. And what I want to say is that I know it's okay to cut yourself some slack and give yourself some grace, especially right now. And, like, long story short, not to get into detail because it was just the worst. Like, I don't even know how to explain. Just what I do want to say is know that I think of each and every one of my followers as a friend who has my best interests in mind. And that sort of has a way of, like, biting me in the butt because I, like, honestly, if I ever think about anyone listening to this podcast right now or anyone watching my videos, it's, like, someone that's, like, I don't know, I guess similar to me and that's why they would be watching it because they can relate to me, who, like, likes me and cares about me and just wants the best for me because that's, like, how I feel about all my followers, you know? Like, I truly think of all of you as friends and, like, whenever I get to meet anyone in person, it, like, seriously makes my day and, yeah, I just don't even know how to describe it. Like, I just care about all of you listening so much. Like, I feel, like, a special, like, tie, like, connection with you. Like, whenever I meet, if I met any of you in person, you know, I literally, like, run up to you and squeeze you, and I'm, like, oh my gosh, like, we're friends already, because I feel like the first thing people always say, they're, like, it's so weird. Like, I know about you and, like, your boyfriend and your sister that lives in Ireland. Like, how's Lucy in Ireland? And, like, how's Mandy in college? Like, you guys know so much about me because I'm so open, and I'm, like, no, like, that's my favorite part. That's what I love so much. Like, we're already friends. Like, we can skip all the small talk because, like, we already know each other. I'm, like, the only one that's behind is me because I don't know about you personally yet. So, like, tell me everything, you know? And I just, I think that's just, like, who I am as a person. I'm very, like, caring and just, like, want to know. Like, I just think everyone's so fascinating and everyone goes through different things and has a different story. And, like, I mean, for a while, I think I wanted to be, like, a psychologist or something because I'm, like, I want to help people. Like, everybody is so different and unique and going through their own thing. And anyway, I digress. But that's just why I like love meeting people that watch my videos in person because it's like we have this special connection. And anyway, so what I'm trying to say is that I guess in being so public in social media is that I've learned that that's just not always the case. And I mean, from hate and like mean DMs I get, I totally see that. Um, 
but I don't, I don't know how to explain it. So it's like obvious that not everyone that's following me has like my best intentions in mind. And I mean, clearly they don't like me if they're like leaving negative things or hate or whatever. But just the one thing that I can't really stand for is lies being spread about me, my boyfriend, anyone close to me, family, you know, stuff like that. You get the gist. And yeah, I'm just really not going to get into this, but long story short, if any of you and your friends have been gossiping or spreading fake stuff about me, if you've heard like crazy stuff, just know that like I'm all good over here. Everything's good. And if something was wrong, you would know from me and not from other people saying stuff about me or the people close to me, like behind my back. And none of you know what I'm talking about right now listening to this. And if you do, okay. But, like, I know none of you know. And it's okay. I don't want you to know. And just, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I This is so vague right now. But just, yeah. I just, just yesterday was a bad day. It was really rough. And I don't know. I mean, I know. Because I talked about how, wasn't last week's all about negativity you get being so public and like in social media and stuff and I know right now I just think everyone has everyone knows that they have more time on their hands so people have more time to I guess be critical and leave mean comments but also be more involved on social media in a positive way and leaving like positive comments and positive feedback so it's just kind of like that you get both extremes I guess and I also know that knowing me in this time like I have more time on my hands so it's almost like I just see more feedback from everyone um and so I'm seeing more positive but I'm also seeing more negative so yeah I just need to be careful of being in my dms I know being so vulnerable and open comes at a cost and kind of like losing some privacy and it just leaves me really open to so many people's judgment and judgments yeah I mean, I've talked about DMs before. I really don't go in my DMs all that often at all. And I feel really bad because I know a lot of you write to me and I try to get back to like some here and there. But like for my mental health and sanity and how much time I spend on my phone and computer as it is just like posting Instagram photos and posting videos, it's like I would never put my phone down and like walk outside and smell the grass and like <laughs> like the flowers and be a human. So you know what I mean? I don't know. But what I was saying is that just like I know that being so open in public really does come at a cost, like losing my privacy, like I was saying. And like honestly having people judge like very personal parts of my life. But at the same time, I really think that the positives of me being so open really like outweigh the negatives in so many ways. And I guess one example I could say is like, showing my relationship on social media, for example, can be very tough being so public, but then it's, like, I'll have these moments where I'm just, like, oh my gosh, and they bring me to tears, and it's, like, I'll, I'll get a DM or a comment or message somehow, whatever, and, and I've had this happen of girls saying, like, that they were in abusive relationships or something, like, horrible in the past, and just that, like, me showing a loving, healthy relationship with Max shows them how, a man should really treat them and like I said it just like brings me to tears and that's all I could hope for that's like what I would hope by being so open with my relationship on the internet to show you guys like more of my life and so you could get to know me more like that's what I want from that but also in some cases even I guess teach you the types of friendships romantic relationships you deserve too you know what I mean I guess maybe <laughs> you know what I'm getting at so, like, the yeah, in my opinion, just the positives outweigh the negatives so much. And I think a part of the reason the people that watch me really appreciate my content is because I'm so open and honest. And if you guys listen to this podcast a lot, then you just know, like, this is the extra real unfiltered me because you literally get me unedited for an hour just talking. And so even more comes out here than it does in my videos or anything like that. Um... And I guess side note, because I'm just, I feel like I'm just saying that, like, there's negative people that are, like, trying to mess up my life, but <clears throat> just shout out to all of you that have been by my side for years now, and even if you're newer, 
just know how much I appreciate you and love you and how much your kind words and support and nice messages really make my day like they really do like yesterday my friend's friend little sister is her birthday and I was DMing with her just wishing her a happy birthday and she was just saying how I made her day and I'm like no, no no like you're making my day like I'm like crying typing this message right now because I've had the hardest day and the fact that like I'm gonna cry talking about this like the fact that I can just message with you and you can say like how much joy I bring to your life like you're bringing that joy right back to me being able to talk with you and like you know what I'm saying (laughs) I don't know um but honestly in the hardest days and I talk about this in each video that I think I'm posting today because I wanted to talk about some healthy habits that I've sort of like made and stuck to in quarantine and the reason I think I should talk about this right now is because I was just telling you I had the worst day yesterday but I think the healthy habits that I've made in quarantine help a lot especially on a bad day like I was saying because they can kind of keep you a little more structured and like I said I talk about in the vlog today but since we have lots of time here I will just reiterate them again and this can be a part of taking care of yourself and loving yourself and just being the best version of yourself by being a little organized and try to put a little structure in your life especially if you're like me who really struggles with routine and structure because I'm such a like woo, like a free spirit like spontaneous type of person so what's been helping me is um not waking up or going to bed early but just consistent wake up times and bedtimes because it kind of helps structure your day in a way I mean it really does if you know like okay I'm always going to go to bed at 11 and I'm always going to wake up at 8 you can like plan your day around that instead of for the longest time I would literally wake up between like 6 or like 5 30 and 6 if I had like a really early workout class or there'd be days I'd sleep till eleven thirty, and I'd be like what am I doing like this is just like throwing off everything so that's something that has helped me a lot even when my days feel like all over the place yeah just the consistent wake up times bedtimes help and also prioritizing working out and that's something that I know I have you know the luxury and the privilege of doing right now especially since we really are just staying home and so even though it's at like a different time every day like I know after I record this podcast I'm going to go do a little spin on my bike and some mornings I wake up and I work out right away so it's just like literally planning in the time for working out because that always makes me feel better I know everyone's different um and I don't work out every single day. Like, I'll take an off day or two off days or whatever a week. Just, I just literally listen to my body. Some days it's a Wednesday. Some days it's a Saturday. Some days it's a Sunday that I take off day, you know? So, but yeah, prioritizing some movement in any way really always helps, especially mentally. Like, I, it's funny because it's like a physical activity, but I notice my mental state shift dramatically and it just really improves it and just helps a lot. Um, also prioritizing just being productive and kind of like I said before like mentally stimulated like I was saying that in the video in my video and especially me since I'm not in college anymore or like taking classes you know for zoom it's like okay I need to be like learning and kind of like using my brain so that I don't feel like I'm just turning into mush over here so honestly you guys I haven't used it in so long but I know so many people are on Skillshare this isn't like sponsored by them or anything but I literally made a note in my little notes thing on my phone to be like take classes on Skillshare because they have so many on there and I know I could definitely brush up on like my editing skills I'm sure there's stuff about podcasts on there or I took like a basic class at BU about how to work photoshop and like learning how to do it and it like really didn't help me like I just had no idea what was going on in there but I feel like Skillshare would make that so easy so I'm talking about this now so you guys can hold me accountable and I can like learn it because I have it and it would be really beneficial for me for all sorts of things in the realm of what I'm doing um but I just like haven't taken the time to learn it and it's like now I have the time for that so yeah stuff like that I feel like helps a lot if you can like challenge yourself push yourself in any way reading I don't know I guess it depends like what type of reading if it's just like fictional like reading maybe that's not like mentally that challenging or stimulating but anyway I guess that's just an idea I had for you guys if you're also like me and out of college you could be like taking classes or like watching educational (laughs) YouTube videos or something or TED talks oh my gosh I'm like literally writing this down right now 
TED Talk. You hear me typing? Um, because those, I feel like I always learn so much and they're so interesting. So I'm going to like Google some TED Talks over here. And also, last but not least, prioritizing just eating foods that make me feel good. Again, I talked about this in my video that I just keep talking about that I'm posting today. But yeah, I think that was just a game changer for me is once I realized I need to stop thinking about food in like the moment and being like, wow, like this tastes so good. But guess what? I feel like crap later because dairy really hurts my stomach or I just ate a bunch of fried food and I'm just like, oh, like it just weighs you down and you feel like groggy. So once I realized that you need to eat the food that makes you feel the best, like literally feel good after you eat it, makes you feel like fueled and not too full because you overate or eating stuff that doesn't agree with your digestive system. Once you realize that like if you prioritize eating the food that makes you feel the best, you're going to feel so much better. Life gets a little bit easier. So that also really helps me. But now we're just like going down the rabbit hole over here. So I haven't even <laughs> said what I always say in the beginning of my podcast, what I'm happy about right now. And also like a happy quote or idea or whatever and so let's do that right now um this is like this is like a deep episode like we already said so this is kind of like a deep what I'm happy about right now but I really was thinking about it and I could like cry talking about it I was kind of crying before this podcast <laughs> sorry I'm a mess but I know I'm not alone in this so it's okay and it's just like an emotional time and I think it just all sort of like hits me and Max was just with me like a second before I was recording. He came to check on me and give me a blanket so he said I could be cozy when I was recording. And you know when you're like kind of feeling emotional on the inside and then you see someone that you love or like your family or whatever and it just like comes out and you just can't stop crying. And I was telling Max this and he didn't know what I was talking about. But I feel like I've just found this to be so true for in the 23 years of my life. Like whenever... I would feel emotional and I'd see my mom's face or my dad's face. Like, I remember being emotional at school or, like, at a practice and they would pick me up and I would just start bawling and they're like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I don't even know. I just saw you and it's just coming out. Or if I'd see my sister or I remember times I'd be in my apartment during the day alone, like, working and Taylor would get home from work and she'd come home and I would look at her and I would start crying. You guys definitely know what I'm talking about. So, anyway, that kind of happened before this podcast and if you're wondering, Gretchen, why were you crying? I think it was literally just everything hitting me at once I'm like this is just such a weird time like I just want life to be normal again I more than anything want to see my mom I want to see my sister I just like hate this and I know I'm not alone in this and me being sad right now is going to pass because I know it's okay and I check how privileged I am to be in this house I was saying this in my video but to be in this warm house with food in the fridge and like everything's good I need to just focus on being the best me I can be and everyone else being healthy and safe and just yeah so I just completely digress and still haven't told you about what I'm happy about right now but what I'm truly happy about right now as I was thinking about it what I was trying to say before is just myself <laughs> is that selfish I think that goes kind of with the theme of the video though about my values, my morals, my truth, my, I guess, intuition in certain instances when things in my life are being questioned, like yesterday. <laughs> and I'm just happy that I have grown into a strong woman who can stick up for myself and not be walked all over. And I feel like it's hard to even have those words like come out of my mouth. It's almost like I don't believe it. Like I could like get emotional um because I feel like it's taken a lot of growth to get there and it's almost like I don't know do you guys know what I'm saying like I feel like if you say out loud right now like I am so strong and I can stick up for myself it's almost like a part of you not doesn't believe it but I don't know <laughs> this reminds me of when I talked about in my body image episode that is literally my second episode um of this podcast and I talked about how Lucy and me were having a conversation and I was like, Lucy, oh my gosh, like look in the mirror right now and say, I'm beautiful. And like, we're like, it's so hard to say, like we can't even do it. Like it's making me cry. Why am I crying trying to say that I'm beautiful? Is it because I don't believe it? Is it because I don't say it often enough? I don't know. It's really weird. And that's sort of like the feeling I'm feeling right now. But um, I mean, it's good to, I feel like it feels weird to say, like, I'm strong and I'm happy with who I am and certain, and it almost feels, I guess, 
like bragging in a way or cocky like in the same way of saying like I'm beautiful but it's like no it's being sure of yourself and loving yourself and that's a part of all of it and yeah (laughs) so that's what I'm happy about right now and I hope you guys are happy about that in yourself and can reflect and look inward and think of how strong you are and even if you feel like you're someone that can't stick up for yourself and advocate for yourself and put yourself first that at least that you're working on that and hopefully this podcast can maybe help with that um but I mean I guess to kind of make this more explicit (laughs) I've talked about a time in the past um where I really learned what I didn't deserve and especially what I'm talking about is how it can be hard with someone who's in a position of authority I mean I guess this also applies to romantic relationships yeah to realize what you don't deserve um and I feel like I've kind of experienced both of those but I guess you go through like really challenging times everyone does but I guess once you're past it and reflecting and even in the moment I think I realized I was just like this is so crazy how this is happening right now and as hard as it is remember how I always say you guys to be in my happy and grateful podcast whenever you're going doesn't this all like wrap up together nicely (laughs) everything's related when you're going through something difficult and challenging in life it's like find a way to be grateful and thankful for it like, find a way to be thankful for a hard situation. And everyone's like, what? What the heck are you saying over there, Gretchen? Like, there's no silver lining in this. But sometimes you can find one. And so when I've dealt with being treated in, I think, a very unfair manner in a situation where someone was in a position of authority, uh, I guess that's all I'll say. Don't want to get into it too much. It just really made me realize, like, this is bananas. I do not deserve to be treated like this. And it shows me almost what I do deserve to be treated like because I'm like, well, whatever it is, it's not this. And it really does apply to to romantic relationships too because you can have relationships where you're like, whoa, this, I am just realizing this is so not what I want and not what I deserve. And at least this is going to point me in the right direction and, you know, show me what I don't want. So, Yeah. (laughs) just interrupting here really quick to tell you about StoryWorth. if you didn't know StoryWorth makes it easy and fun for your family member or your mom specifically it's my mom in my case so i'm gonna be talking about moms to share her story with weekly emailed story prompts and questions at the end of the year your mom will get her stories bound in a beautiful hardcover book so you can strengthen your family bonds and grow closer to your mom with every new story i love that they include questions i've never even thought to ask before like what have been some of your life's greatest surprises or what's one of the riskiest things you've ever done and finding the perfect present by the way for your mom can be so tough especially if you don't have the luxury of celebrating mother's day in person and you guys know i'm not home with my mom right now due to social distancing and i miss her so so much so it's funny because if you guys don't know me and my mom we are so similar which is why we say we bicker so much because we're literally the same we just get on each other's nerves but no we both have the biggest hearts and just love our family dearly so I know that more than anything parents cherish spending time with family which is why I'm giving my mom the most meaningful gift this year a chance to connect with our loved ones through StoryWorth and it's especially a fun way to engage with our relatives we don't see as often and I love that this online service helps your loved one share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and just personal thoughts and it's really the gift of spending time together wherever you live so this year you can give your mom the most meaningful gift with StoryWorth and get started right away without the need for shipping by going to storyworth.com slash happy hour to get ten dollars off your first purchase that's storyworth.com slash happy hour to get ten dollars off your first purchase and now let's get back into the episode but I didn't even say my my quote my happy quote and this I have definitely said in the podcast before but I'm stealing it and using it again because it really applies to today and I already said it in this podcast and it's that you have to love yourself before you can love someone else but now you're probably like Gretchen what does that look like how do I love myself before I can love somebody else what does that even mean so let's talk about it because we have a full hour over here um so I think we're really we're getting deep over here I keep saying this is deep this is like deep stuff like you're not talking about this every day with your friends right unless you are and that's pretty cool I like having deep talks with my friends and I make Max, even though he's so, he's such a boy over here, just like happy living his best life, playing Fortnite. And I'm like, so let's talk about the future. Let's talk about us, Max. I'm like, how are you doing deep down? He's like, what are you talking about? So anyway, loving yourself. I think the first step is realizing 
and this might be hard to realize to yourself, it's okay if you cry a little because I have in the past when I've realized this. I think the first step is realizing that maybe you haven't been loving yourself. And even knowing yourself and like who you are and putting yourself first, I might say that again because I know it sounds weird, but maybe you're realizing that you haven't been loving yourself and that you don't even know who you are. And I'm saying this because that's happened to me. And um, I guess for me that just looked like not knowing who I was really anymore because I felt like I had to change myself and my personality in a relationship that I was in. Does that sound familiar to any of you? I mean, I'm sure it does. I feel like this is kind of a common thing and I think it can happen a lot in romantic relationships, just losing yourself and almost like your values to be accepted into this relationship that you shouldn't be in anyway, but you don't realize in the moment. You realize once you realize all of this, (laughs) you know what I mean? Because in a true, healthy, loving relationship that's right for you, you'll be 100% you and your partner will be 100% them and they'll love you and accept you and yeah, it'll just be that much easier. But not to say that you won't have to work on it and that it's going to be 100% perfect all the time. Max and I are always working on our relationship and always communicating with each other. You're always going to be facing new challenges and working through things together and that's just the key thing, like communication and just working through it together. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, I just think a lot of times romantic relationships can have a way of, hmm, when they're not right, have, they can have a way of just having you, like, lose yourself, and that's totally what happened to me, so to be more explicit, I keep saying that, but we all know, or maybe you don't know, but I'm sure a lot of you do know, and I know, (laughs) that I'm a very just lovey, affectionate, loud, outgoing, talkative person, and I guess, and you guys know who this is, I mean, I'm not gonna say it, I don't like talking, side note, I don't like talking about my last relationship with my ex, it's a relationship that started when I was 16, and it feels like decades ago, but I think there's a lot I learned, and that you can learn from it, maybe, so yeah, but what was I saying? Okay, I'm a loud, loud, lovey, affectionate, talkative person. So yeah, so I found that it would, I guess, overwhelm or annoy my partner. And I don't even know if I realized that in the moment, but I think just like subconsciously I was realizing that and then like realized all of this afterwards. So I felt like I just had to dial back myself and my personality Again, does it sound familiar to any of you? I feel like I'm not alone in this. And it just left me feeling really sad and sort of empty. And I feel like for the longest time, I didn't realize, like, the dynamic of, like, what was going on um, until one day I did. So then our relationship ended. (laughs) And I just remember I would leave visits to his college and every time I would cry and I'm like, this isn't right. Why am I sad and upset? Like after every time we spend together, like, shouldn't I be happy that I got to see him? Like, what's going on? And this isn't to badmouth him at all. We were just extremely different people. And, like, I hope he's good right now. I wouldn't really know. We haven't spoken in the four years since I've broken up with him. But, yeah, I just wanted to point that out because it's, like, that's a specific moment where I really was checking in with myself and realizing, like, I'm not happy. I don't even know like, who I am anymore, like, I'm not acting like myself, I feel like I can't be myself around this person, like, these aren't good things, this probably isn't a good relationship for me to be in, like, what are we even doing over here, so, yeah, just thought that was, like, meaningful to point out, but romantic relationships aside, I just think self-love starts with being really honest with yourself, and on how you're doing, checking in with yourself, are you happy right now, if you're not happy, why, you know, is it, certain friends that weigh you down that complain all the time are they rude to you do you not agree with certain things they're doing do they make you feel bad do you feel worse being around them and this brings me to side note (laughs) if you've seen certain people on my social media in the past and they're not really on it now I mean this is probably why and that's just because I'm honest with myself and really how my friends make me feel and I mean, not everybody. I may have simply grown apart from people or there's just like physical distance, like many miles between us and we just sort of lost touch, but just catch up here and there, you know? Um, or the, the first thing I said, I have purposely distanced myself um, and just realizing that I need to put myself first. So I think you can 
put yourself first in your sort of friendship area of your life if you aren't right now and it can seem selfish or rude but this is just yeah like I said an example of how you can put yourself first and for me at least I at times when I feel like I've sort of done this or had to feel like after you sort of feel a weight off your shoulders and it can be really like draining and exhausting and you know my dad always told me because I remember going to him with like friendship issues in the past and he would always tell me like it doesn't need to be a big confrontation yelling match um like you did this you did that you really in a lot of situations I think can distance yourself I feel like I've talked about this in a podcast before but you can distance yourself slowly maybe they'll get it you'll hang out with other friends more they'll hang out with other friends more and there you go but I mean in a lot of situations if they're like your best best friend it can be good to talk and just talk it out and try to figure it out I mean I think that's always a good thing to talk if you're having issues instead of being like see ya like cutting you out of my life I'm really not into that um I think there's just like very select few small examples that I can count on one hand of people that I'm like we are just this just is not good and not working out for either of us and this just no (laughs) like this just can't happen anymore um but yeah I think when talking with friends and like the people in your life because I think I mean I know people always say you are the sum of like the five people you spend the most time with and it's so interesting how that works because if you make new friends and are spending time with someone new a lot you find yourself picking up on little like phrases or things they say or how they speak and it's just so interesting how humans are like that but I think in talking um with people close in your life if you're realizing that sort of like an area of contention in your life that you would like to just smooth out just make sure that you don't say you did this you did that you 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 like you can't use the you because then they're gonna feel like attacked and sort of thing now I'm giving like friendship advice over here but I think the best thing you can do this sounds like I'm in like I don't know like my counselor's office in like the fifth grade talking about friendship issues but saying honestly it's true saying the like I feel sort of thing um I think works the best because they can't argue with you if you're like I feel for example let me think about a friend in the past (laughs) I'm kidding but if you're just like I feel like really just like negative when I'm around you I feel really like brought down I feel like you bring me down I I just said the word to you I don't know do you guys know what I mean like I'm sure you've dealt with that in the past so I think that's a part of putting yourself first and if you have people in your life that you're like "Eh, this isn't working out um I think that's on you to you know put your happiness and put yourself first so once you're honest with yourself and good with your circle of people sort of because those are like sort of the first issues I think of but then I think of like how do you care for yourself and what even is self-care because I was saying in the beginning of this I think that phrase just really confused me at first I felt overwhelmed that's a common theme I feel like I'm always easily overwhelmed right I was just sort of like what is that like self-care like okay you're like caring about yourself but I think it just looks different for everyone and I've said this before, but it's just so obvious to me that it's more than like face masks, candles, hair masks, body lotion. And that's sort of like what I only thought it was at first. I'm like, oh, it was just like taking that moment for you. And it is. And that's a huge part of it. And like a face mask, a candle and hair mask and body lotion always makes me feel great after like a fresh shower. You're like eating an apple, whatever. Um, but I just know that it's more than that. It's what I said before. It's just being honest with yourself and really analyzing sort of like going checking in with yourself like I said before on what you need and maybe that's a break for a moment to FaceTime your mom or your sister or your brother or whatever family whoever to I guess like ground yourself center yourself make you feel good again like there's just a way of like whenever I FaceTime a friend I was saying this in my vlog that I posted it too whenever I FaceTime someone for a while and catch up I just feel so much better I don't know I don't know why. That's so crazy. I feel like I just had this huge epiphany. You guys, there's a sign in the room that I'm recording in right now. And 
I just looked at it right I was I was saying that and in big letters it says all you need is love and I was just like whoa that was just like a sign thrown at me quick but it's like sort of true like whenever if all else fails FaceTime like a family member a friend a loved one and like you will feel so much better and that just reminded me I digress but the room I'm filming in right now is upstairs in Max's house and when I was actually I was actually going to record this podcast in his car I know that sounds so weird But if you listen to last week's episode, I was just saying, and I know you guys can relate, it can just be hard right now with a lot of people in one house and just finding like a quiet moment for yourself. And for me, that just gets hard with recording my podcast because I literally need a quiet little space so that you're not hearing like music and Fortnite and the TV and stuff going on. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make it a non-issue today. I'm just going to go record in Max's car in the driveway. Like we're all good. Like we're all set. And then he's, like, telling his family that I'm recording in the driveway. And they're like, oh, my God, no. Like, go upstairs. Like, what are you doing? So, it's just funny. We're all just trying our best over here. And, like, I literally would record in the car. I don't even know. I was, like, in my mind, that seems like a safe little cozy space to be chatting with myself. And, like, I sort of like that. So, anyway, I was going to record in the the car today. But I'm inside now. We're all good. I'm all cozy. I told you Max got me set up with my blanket and pillows. I always record on the ground. Is that weird? I don't know. I don't know why I always do that for my podcast. Maybe that's a form of self-care for me. It just really grounds me. (laughs) That was so cheesy. I don't know. There's something about sitting crisscross on the ground with my mic that just feels really like honest, humbling, open. So I like that. That's what I always do. If you guys are wondering, I'm setting the scene right now. I have my sign. All you need is love, my cozy blanket, (laughs) my pillows, and here we are. So what was I talking about? Self-care. Um, yeah. More than just face masks, candles, hair masks, body lotion, even though that does make you feel good. And, oh, yeah, I was talking about FaceTiming the loved ones because that always makes you feel better. But more than that, maybe it's, you know, maybe you what you really need is making yourself a really healthy home-cooked meal. And that's what you've been missing out on and your body's like, oh, that's what I needed. And you know what that reminds me of whenever I was in college and would come home and visit? My parents would always be like, let's go out to eat and celebrate. Like, girlies are home. And we'd be like, no, oh my gosh, we eat out so much at college. We're always like the dining hall or getting other like takeout food or whatever. All we need is like a really fresh, yummy home-cooked meal. And those are always my favorite like I just feel like in my 23 years what I've really learned to be grateful for is home-cooked meals like nothing beats something home-cooked by a mom like no honestly no why can't I think of the word no restaurant no nothing can beat that um but yeah so maybe that's what you need or maybe it's making the can of cinnamon rolls (laughs) in your in your fridge right now Again, just listen to your body. Some days, you know, it depends. Some days I'm like, I ate like garbage yesterday and I feel like, oh, I really want to make my green smoothie. That always makes me feel great. Or I'm like, I have been killing it and I am going to reward myself with my cinnamon rolls. They taste so good and I'm so excited. And yeah, listening to your body and listening to yourself is just like the epitome of all of this. Maybe it's reading. Maybe, maybe what it really is, is sitting outside alone. I know that sounds scary but like during the day please not like at night where that could be dangerous and hearing the birds chirp like that sounds so basic can you guys hear them like the windows open over there and I can literally hear the birds chirp outside and it's so peaceful and it's like the smallest things in life that you can focus on like if you just get really simple and still and quiet and just like hear the world around you that can make you feel a lot better I feel like that helps a lot with like anxious moment type of things too so yeah, I mean, what that reminds me of is I just remember my dad telling Lucy and I, um, specifically, when we were both going through pretty tough times, each, like, on our own, like, two separate things, but we were both going through a pretty rough time at the end of our freshman year of college, and you guys probably know what I'm talking about if I've talked about that before. I was just, I mean, no one's freshman year is only sunshine and rainbows, you know, it's, like, a huge adjustment. Anyway, we were going through a tough time, and... I remember our dad telling us like every day he would always be like go feed the birds girls like go feed the birds and we'd be like what are you talking about he'd be like go feed the birds it just makes you feel better and you know what the days we would go feed the birds I knew where the birds were too we would go find some birds we would feel so much better and we would steal bagels from the dining hall (laughs) we were there we'd grab a bagel and we'd feed the birds and it just literally makes you feel better like getting outside check doing something check accomplishing I guess a task in a way check like it just makes you feel like you're doing something giving back in a way I guess I don't know and really 
reflecting, what it really does is gives you a sense of purpose. Anything like that when you can like complete a task, do something for somebody else. Maybe it's you that you want to do something for yourself or if you do something for somebody else and are like giving in a way, that makes you feel really good. And in my mind, self-care is all of that that I just talked about. And we also know it can be yoga, meditation, stuff like that. But to me, that's sort of what it means. I think everybody has their own little definition. Um, I guess, and I said the epitome of it before, but I guess what it really is to me is like the days that I just sit with myself for a moment and I say to myself, like, what do I need today to feel the best to work on myself? And I do just that. And sometimes it's taking a well-deserved break or saying, you know, I'm going to tackle the little things that I've been meaning to do that keep, that keep putting off, that keep piling up, you know, like all the little tasks you don't want to do, whether it's like, oh my gosh, for me, what I still haven't done is like cleaning out my camera roll, or like, because I have freaking 60,000 photos, and it just seems really daunting, or just like, you know, little things, stuff like that, or like the email that you need to send to someone, or like the check, or I don't know, I don't know what it means for you, but all those little things, that always makes me feel better too, like, little check on your to-do list or you know turning your brain off and you can listen to a podcast I think that really helps me like silence all the worries in the running to-do list in my head and the constant whatever it is and kind of like put that on the back burner and I can just like enjoy this podcast and really like transform myself into their space and it's so funny maybe that's what's happening to you right now but that's literally what happens to me when I listen to like Danielle and Brooke and Gals in the Go I just feel like I'm on the phone with them FaceTiming them chatting with them and you know what that's making me realize that no wonder that makes me feel so happy because I was saying how FaceTime is making me feel so much better and that's what it feels like when I listen to their podcast but yeah maybe it's that going on a walk journaling I can't believe I didn't say that earlier I think that's everyone's like a big part of self-care journaling even though I don't really do that I should try to do that but again I'm not pushing myself I'm cutting myself some slack giving myself grace because that's not something that like comes naturally to me so maybe I'll try it but I just don't really do that right now or taking a bath I really miss taking baths I feel like as you get older you realize like how nice that is like what a luxury and like I don't have a bathtub like I just have like a stand-up shower so I, I really miss that um and I feel like those always make you feel so much better too but and I think all of that to me also on top of all of that is loving yourself because you're just working on yourself and trying to better yourself and I mean really if you guys have any other thoughts on the topic I would love to hear it and I know I can always be learning more so the best way to share something with me is if you comment on my last Instagram picture on my happy hour podcast Instagram which is just linked in the notes the description whatever that's called of this podcast so it's always down there it's just h-a-p-p-y-h-r podcast on Instagram I'm pretty sure happy hour podcast yeah that's what it is on Instagram so if you comment on there and are like Gretchen you would really love this or like think about this that could be interesting so you can do that and I guess lastly when it comes to putting yourself first do just that (laughs) I don't really know what else to say um I guess just always make sure that you're acting with your best interests in mind and advocating for yourself again I know that can be hard easier said than done a lot of the time and I mean there's gonna be times a lot of times you sacrifice putting yourself first and a perfect example of that is you know children pets other beings that you're the caretaker of and you will give up your hobbies to prioritize them but it's really because they become your number one priority so I think that's a great thing and I mean a wonderful thing like we need that but it's also good when you're a mom, a wife, a partner, caretaker, whatever it is, to set aside times to focus on you specifically and your health and well-being, even if it's less than the times that you had available to you when you were single and just worrying about yourself, really. Um, But whatever it is, like, even if it's, like, 15 minutes a day that you wake up early to just, like, meditate or journal or read or whatever it is that is for your mental health, just so that you can be, like, that's going to help you, so, and your well-being, so that you can be the best mom, wife, partner, caretaker, and I'm talking to girls here, because I'm a girl, but same goes for boys, best dad, husband, partner, caretaker, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, I don't really know what else to say about it, I guess that's just what I wanted to say, 
I mean, putting yourself first gets hard to talk about because it's just like, okay, we'll just do that. Put yourself first. But I know, like I said, it's just harder to do in person than just say that. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's easier to say than actually do it Um, because there's times where you won't be putting yourself first, like those times I described. But also, I feel like there's people that are innately so just like givers and always put others before themselves, which is a great thing. And I feel like this podcast sounds really selfish, like love yourself, self-care, put yourself first. And like, no, 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 I want you all to be amazing sharers and givers and lovers and that sort of thing. But this is, I mean, the moments that you're just focusing on this to like better your mental health and your well-being as a human sort of thing. Um, But like a perfect example I can think of is one of my best friends and roommate Taylor she is like who she is to the core is like a giver and just like a people pleaser and she's always doing something for someone else and the times that I can think of when she works on herself is really working out like she's so into working out and that's something that she loves to do for herself but like any other moment you will find her doing something for me doing something for her boyfriend doing something for her family checking in with her loved ones so it's like there really is a balance there I'm, I know you all know that but I think there are certain situations, you know, that you really, when putting yourself first, it's like in the big decisions where you're going to prioritize you and your happiness and what you need. And yeah, I don't know. Does that help? Does that make sense? Does that all make sense? I think so. Um, And I didn't even think that this was going to be a shorter episode, but I think it is a little bit on the shorter side because I really just wanted to be concise and sort of like explicit with my self-care, loving yourself, putting yourself first tips. And I know I could digress and give you even more examples, but I hope that was helpful and gave you guys some things to think about. And even as I'm saying some of this stuff, I'm like, I know someone is with me here being like, oh my gosh, like this is a big eye opener because that's exactly how I felt hearing some of the things like you have to love yourself before you can love someone else. You can't change yourself or like be acting like someone else in a relationship or all those sorts of things really like affected me in the past when I heard them. So I hope that this episode helped you guys and I thought it would just be a good time right now because I know everyone is struggling a little bit in their own ways at this time and again you guys can go listen to my like how I'm happy and positive podcast that could help um to realize all the things you can be grateful for right now but also I think a part of it is like taking care of yourself giving yourself grace cutting yourself some slack prioritizing your self-care your self-love putting yourself first type of thing and always be improving and working on that because it's never going to be easy 100% of the time so yeah I love you guys so much. I know that this episode put me in a way better mood. Like I said, I was like crying before this episode. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for listening and just know how much I love you and I'll catch you in my next episode. Bye.